0: Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis.
1: Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come way downside. Don't tell me, let me guess. you from the town that I love best. Talk
2: Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, I own the bluff. I swear I.
0: to talk money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker.
2: And good morning and welcome to today's program. Well, I went to sleep last night, as most of you did, I hope. and But I went with sleep last night with hope in my heart. Why? Well, the Bible teaches me that I'm not to be anxious for anything, but in everything, pray. And I'm praying. I know that all this fretting and anxiety in the world is not I say it again, is not going to fix this problem. These days, it's easy to feel down and desperate, maybe even a little frantic. Mask, gloves, and social distancing. I even have my gloves on here, don't have the mask on, but we're all wearing them, and we're beginning to understand it's the norm for this period of time. And the concerns for those that are ill or those that are dying, I know for some it's a, a fight to keep the energy level high. Well, I have two ladies with me today that are not lacking one bit in energy. They are on a mission, Jill Dyson and Ruth Abigail Smith from Angel Street Ministries are here to share with us how they are having an impact with young ladies in our inner city and what they are doing with social distancing for teenagers. Can you imagine that? You do not want to miss these ladies. You will be encouraged. As for the markets... Volatility remains. The silver lining is that the current equation is that valuations are improving. But this morning, we're going to face some brutal facts. The next couple of weeks, the economic data expected will test your intestinal fortitude. I just had to say that. (laughs) Intestinal fortitude when it comes to your investments, I promise you. What do you do with your 401k and the CARES Act? How do you benefit from it? What's, how do you work through this process? How much paper do you have to fill out? Well, today, we're going to look at the most recent information. Scott Jordan and Shannon Dyson can help me with this, and they're going to walk us through what are the risk and the reward parameters of all of this that we got going on. And one question from many of us, how do you manage the CARES Act? That's what uh, Shannon's going to talk about. Scott's going to help us understand how to manage our intestinal fortitude. I had to get it in there twice. It's a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. But let me introduce my first guest to you. From Angel Street Ministries, Jill Dyson, president and founder, and Ruth Abigail Smith. From the, she's the executive director of, and co-founder Angel Street Ministries. Ladies, welcome to the program.
3: Thank you for having us. us.
2: Well, guys, I just want to tell you, I'm your smiles, and I'm not kidding. If you don't know, they just walk in. They got the energy. It is so easy to get during this period of time, frustrated and down, and just beat up because we're having to do a lot of things. But what I want you to start with, Jill, if you would, let me start with you because I'd like for you to just share with our listeners. First of all. What is Angel Street Ministries?
3: Angel Street is a music program for girls, and we are doing youth development and two zip codes in our city, 38122-38107. Uh, Um, We exist in areas that have limited access to arts, so we provide musical training for females ages 8 to 18, so kind of a vast array of of ages. Um, But we are um, empowering girls to understand their value, discover their purpose, and then become creative leaders.
4: You
2: know, I had two daughters, and uh, I just took that for granted that that just happened. But that doesn't just happen, does it? Mm Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it's really a struggle, and yeah. then especially in the inner city where you've got those, where you got so many other issues, just the struggle of empowering them to understand their value. That is a big deal for a lot of people. Sure. You know, you're, on your website, I, I peeled this off, and I want to read it to everybody because it's from Philippians 2.15, and I hope I can read this. I do not have my glasses here. So go into the world uncorrupted. That's a big deal. A breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Now, I had to look up the word squalid. It was not readily available in my vocabulary. Squalid is dirty. I get it. A dirty and polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light-giving message into the night. Wow, that's a I mean guys, that don't, I don't mind telling you that speaks volumes when you're talking about empowering young people, young women, to understand their value, discover their purpose, and become creative leaders. Ruth Abigail, I wanna just ask you, how in the world are you going through this whole issue? I mean, COVID-19, all of this and I mean, you know, we're, we're practicing social distancing here, you know, and all this. I mean, you've got to, teenagers. Teenagers are not going to do, I mean, that's a step for them. So how are you doing this?
1: Well, we asked ourselves the same question. Um, How are we going to do this? And uh, so we um, we really we really just started thinking about the um, the realities of the levels of disengagement that are happening with our young people right now. Um, And and so we decided it was necessary for us to get creative and to try to tackle that in the best um, in the best way possible. And so um, we have created uh, a a digital platform uh, called Angel Zone. And Angel Zone is essentially the platform that our, our our ladies can use to experience, to the to a degree, the same things that they could if we were in person. So um, we're we're able to give them um, relevant content. We um we're 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 able to um allow for them to do activities to learn to do bible studies um on online um and see the uh, be taught by our by our music teachers um listen to ways to learn music and so we're able to do all those things but we were really just concerned about the disengagement that was happening
2: i, I mean it, that's got to be a because it's so easy to get in trouble when you're not disengaged there's two things you can be disengaged and not and get in trouble or you can be with the wrong crowd and disengage and you know get in trouble you guys have done a phenomenal job of bringing the kids together under the umbrella of music under the umbrella of learning music i gotta ask you have you got a digital choir yet
1: Hi, you know working <laughs> we're on it. working on it
2: <laughs> you know? yeah we, we are working funny on
3: you it. should ask <laughs> yeah. we will be um digitally engaged yeah. on thursday for a rehearsal space ah. for the first time uh, all together all on together a Zoom. Yes. so
2: now were there were there is were there any of the girls that didn't have the equipment and, and that problem, I mean, that's got to be an issue.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, we um, one of the things that we were committed to doing in the beginning, before we really even had Angel Zone up and running, was just was just checking on folks and, um, making sure that, um, that they were all right, making sure that their families are all right and seeing what it is we could do in the meantime, um, in order to, uh, in order to serve at, you know, from a distance. And so we, we've been asking, you know, different questions. And that's one of the things is, is definitely, um, access to devices, making sure that devices are readily available, not just for angel zone, right. But also for school. For school. Um, and, and so that's been, it's been an interesting conversation for some families, It works, and for some, um, it's a little bit more of a challenge. And so that's something we've been working through um,
3: as a team to to try to um, navigate through those challenges. And Um, to make sure that they have access to Wi Fi. As we've understood and provided resources on a new parent page that we have on our website now, we give them. Uh, information that's updated about the communities that they are in and how they can access, you know, either free or very heavily discounted Wi-Fi.
2: That's good. That is great. I mean, I want to ask you a question, and, and I'll come back in a second, but testimonies of kids and and how they're being impacted by this Mm -hmm. and what they're learning from it. If you just tuned in, my guest is Jill Dyson. She is the founder, co-founder, president of Angel Street Ministries, and Ruth Abigail Smith, or RA. Mm -hmm. I like it. (laughs) RA, executive director and co-founder. So let me lean with you, RA. Let me go to this. I mean, testimonies. I mean, this is... First of all, what you're saying to these girls is and, and now help me if I'm if I misquote this or missay this. I would if I was on the receiving end, you guys didn't go, oh me, we can't be with our kids now, so I guess we'll pick up in the fall. You said what can we do? Right. And you, with your creativity, creativity, your God given talents, your minds, you, and your the finances that were coming in to help you, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Mm. Just stay with us. But the point is, you didn't just say, "Okay, we can't." Right. You stepped forward. Yeah. If you got testimonies of the kids and how that's impact, that really shows them you are committed.
1: We, um, yeah, you know we have we've had we have about a third of our of our ladies on on the zone um, that we uh that we've been able to walk through i think one of the most rewarding things is is just being able to converse <laughs> just on a regular basis oh, absolutely. Um, and so in that we definitely talk about angel street but just talking and um and just reminding like hey you have somebody that is for you um even though we can't see you and that's been that's been incredibly rewarding um you know we uh we have uh, young ladies who are posting about um different things um on, about angel street and just the impact that other people People have had on their lives that have come through angel street and so it's been it's been really really good just to just to keep in touch you know with with each other uh and that we we really appreciated that we've had the opportunity um to uh deliver some some groceries to some families um in the last few weeks and so that's been really good and and just being able to see them we've also had an opportunity to see some um some some previous girls that used to be in angel street are their parents through um our service when we go down to volunteer at um at hope city church which Mm -hmm. is one of our partner ministries in 38107 and so that's been really good and so just the 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 presence whether it's on the phone whether it's in person. I think, has, I hope, has been a testament to say, like, we're not going anywhere.
2: Amen. Yeah. That's, That's a great thing. If you just tuned in, Again, my guest, Jill Dyson, Ruth Ruth Abigail Smith. We're talking with Angel Street Ministries. The telephone number is 901-736-3520, 901-736-3520. If you're looking for a ministry that's having an impact, that needs some help, this is a ministry. This is a ministry where I told you at the very beginning, we get all kind of anxious and all this fretting going on. These ladies have got the energy for you. If you want to have an impact, if you're at home and you're listening to the program, you think, you know, what can I do to help these ladies or the ones? It's Angel Street Memphis, AngelStreetMemphis.com. And I just need you to participate because they're having the type of impact that I think you'd be proud of when you think about in our city. Jill, the halo hero. I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you go on angelstreetministries.com, you can see it. It's matching funds. It's families participating. Talk about it for me.
3: Well, we've always had a recurring donation platform, I guess, for at least the past two and a half years. And it's been a very successful, um, sustainable uh, platform that keeps us engaged. Um, it helps us maintain our growth um, as a program um, and as our presence expands in the areas that we engage and so we are really encouraging during this time for people to set those up. And it's very easy, like you said, just go to our website, AngelStreetMemphis.com, dot com, click on the give button, and just set up a recurring donation. It's so easy because it can start as with as little as eleven dollars and eleven cents a month and you can, you know, kind of
2: build from there. That's right. That's about a bottom line. Well, I, I want people to be to know this. I mean, April the sixth was scheduled to be your a big fundraiser for you, a golf tournament. That's right. That and was the original date. That was the original We pushed it to June 1, 1 and, and now, now we're pushing it.
3: Now, <laughs> now we've <laughs> decided to go ahead and just make this a virtual time where we engage online. So mm-hmm. we'll be doing a lot of that. So it's a great idea. Now is a good time to follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, um, as well as just keep our our website bookmarked so we can keep you updated.
2: So now you talk about this keeping the website and everything updated and people following you and they know the golf tournament got canceled In the reality, mm-hmm. that was a big fundraiser. Yes. That was going to be, a, and I'm trying to make sure people understand, that was a big part of your budget. Yes, And you're touching people, and this doesn't happen just because you, now you guys would work for free because I know you're passionate, but you really can't. I mean, you got to be paid, and so is a lot of your staff. And the one that's directing the choirs and putting it together and buying the equipment, that doesn't happen. Listen to me, folks. This, does, this is a ministry that depends on us, and that's important for you to know. This is not one that's getting a government subsidy or, you know, things. Mm-hmm. This is one that literally you're giving, you're reaching out and touching. So, yeah, but you talk about this engagement party. It's digital. Uh How do you contact to be a host of that?
3: Well, we are going to actually feature that. Um, We're having our very first engagement party where we are engaging supporters and donors and just people who want to find out more or people who have supported us from the beginning. And it's really just to either increase your monthly give or to establish your first-time gift um, recurring for Angel Street. And so we're going to Zoom um, talk more about the program, share a little bit of what's going on. Um, but the reason we're doing this engagement piece is so critical because the disengagement is what we're trying to fill the, the void of the disengagement. Ruth Abigail was doing some stats. I want her to share those right now because it really is, it shows you the critical need that we have at this time and how magnified it will be post all of this. Yeah.
1: So so we, we, were, we were thinking about it. And um, if you look at a typical week, um between school and some after school programs they're averaging about 55 hours kids are averaging about 55 hours a week outside of the home being impacted by different things activities and other adults mm. um in the last um if we go through the end of may um we would have had about 12 weeks of no school and no activity and that comes out to about 660 hours of of disengagement for our students Nothing's happening. They're at home and they're bored. <laughs> and and <laughs> I can't
2: identify with that. I mean, I've watched, uh, I've learned to watch Hallmark, and uh, oh, I'm uh, really great. enjoying. Uh, what was that? I was watching something the other night. I mean, I've never watched this stuff. Wow, <laughs> Hallmark that's is good. But stuff. you know what I like about Hallmark? Should you talk about that Just real quick? There's perfectly blue skies all the time. It yes. is very feel good. Nobody sweats. Right. And there's no dust. And I there's mean, always a happy oh, ending. Oh, it's a great ending. It's a it's a great. But you know, I try to say, let's watch a little Swamp People. It's back to Hallmark, but they're bored. I get it. They're
1: bored, yeah. and, and, and I'm sure they're finding things, new things to do yeah. and Hallmark things to or Swamp People. <laughs> somewhere in between.
2: Somewhere in between.
1: And we were just, and that's, I mean, that's just a reality. And and the idea of, you know, I can't, I can't think of a time um, where we have had no school. And no activities after school, you know, Um, and that that's really. And so the impact of that after it's done, you know, one of the things that we want to make sure because we know that this crisis will be over. And one of the things we want to make sure of is that we are properly positioned and able to pivot in a way um, to to respond to the increased the felt need of an increased level of engagement after so much disengagement. Um, between now and the summer.
2: Well, I just want our listeners to know, again, Ruth Abigail Smith and Jill Dyson, co-founders of Angel Street Ministries. Guys, I said this at the beginning, you have got the energy. Uh, Everybody gets into this anxiety and fretting, and, you know, God is in charge of all this, and God's got a reason for all this, and, you know, we're not to sit down and just do nothing, and you guys have stepped up and said, this is what this is what God's called us to do—to engage and teach music. I can't wait till you have the the, the digital choir. I, you know, I think I'd make you a tape or something. And that be, I yeah. you know, I think yeah. it's a great idea. I just love to see this. If you haven't seen this group perform. Mm-hmm. You need to go online and find out when their next performance is going to be. You want to see some smiling faces and some beautiful voices. And you guys are doing a phenomenal—you're changing lives. I mean, there's no question about it. You are doing what you've been called to do, that is to empower young people, to understand their value. That's so important. I mean, you know, you get beat up in society today, and for somebody to say you're worth something, you are somebody— uh, you know, yeah. we take it for granted, but it doesn't always happen. Yeah. Right. And that's critical for you guys. I appreciate what you're doing so much. What can you all want to say, Jill? What's the last thing you want to leave these people with?
3: Well, just um, to stay encouraged, um, we are encouraged by some generous donors who have provided a match fund during this, this in-between uh, fundraising uh, time. So that's why we're focused on individual donors that can help make up that. Um, it's 45000 We can... Um, annualize those monthly gifts to go towards that match. And so we're very encouraged by the people who have stood up and who have seen the value in our program and we're um, ready to get to work.
2: So that 45,000, what you're saying is that you, if somebody gives a dollar, somebody's going to match it dollar for dollar.
3: Yes. If they give a dollar a month, it it equates to $12 a month because we are annualizing those gifts and that $12 goes to the 45,000. That's
2: that's a powerful way to say it. Let me read this again. I, Go into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in the squalid and political society. And excuse me, not political, polluted society. That's probably something I shouldn't have said. Polluted society. <laughs> Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light-giving message to and to the night. I, I just so much appreciate what you're doing. Again, this is Jill Dyson and Ruth Abigail Smith. The telephone number to reach them, seven three six three five 3520 And, of course, it's uh, angelstreetministries.com. Did I get that telephone number out right?
1: You
0: got okay. it right. You got
3: it right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, ladies. I thank you so, so much. Thank uh, you. Thank we you appreciate you. Here. Well, coming up, I'm just, I want to get these guys in the studio. We want to go ahead and move and get some things going. These guys are going to talk about, I said earlier, the markets are volatile. No question about it. Well, we always understand that. Though, is there a silver lining? When I say intestinal fortitude, do you understand? It's going to test it. Scott's going to tell you why. You know, Shannon's going to help us understand What do I do with the CARES Act? That's important for us to know. Stay with us. I'll be back. This is Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money.
0: Podcasts of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Neither Shoemaker Financial nor and Financial Services are affiliated with Jill Dyson, Ruth Abigail, or Angel Street Ministries. The views and opinions expressed are those of Jill, Ruth, and Angel Street only and have not been presented on behalf of or endorsed by and Financial Services, Inc. or Shoemaker Financial. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of and Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer. Remember FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker.
2: Well, welcome back. We are having a fun time in the studios today. And again, you know, we are practicing social distancing. And uh, these are my big word that I've learned to use, unprecedented times. We used that a lot last week. And uh, this is what it is. It's just uh, it's the part that we live today. And so, I talked about the markets at the beginning of the program. That the volatility. All you have to do is look at how much volatility was in the market yesterday. But there is a silver lining. There is this idea that valuations are improving, and maybe you know we're going to see that maybe the bottoms happened, and maybe the market's not going to plummet again. Well, I'm just going to tell you, we've got to face the brutal facts. The brutal facts are. Some economic data that's coming out in the next couple of weeks is going to disturb you. I used in the upper part of the monologue, talked about your intestinal fortitude is going to be tested. So Scott Jordan's going to talk about that for us in just a few minutes. But I would just stay with us because I I want to get him loaded up because when I turn him on, I'm just going to leave. I'm finished because there is so much data. There's so much going on. You need to pay attention to it. You need to listen to it. That'll be in just a few minutes. But before we go there, both of you guys, Shannon Dyson, Scott Jordan, welcome to the program.
5: Thanks for having me back, Jim. Great to be here, Jim.
2: You guys are getting to be kind of steady people in well, here. You know, I, know, I, I mean, know.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: is, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Feeling pretty comfortable, as, you know? Well, you should feel you know? comfortable, but you're not near as. Uh, Smiley faces the two ladies. That we're well, here we for. can't
5: compete with that. Well, and speaking of that, Jim, I did want to say this before we before I get it.
2: I get to say it.
5: I noticed your, uh, you were you kind of lit up when they started talking about the Angel Zone. Oh, yeah. And, and I, so I talked to to them as they were leaving, and they said, if you want a special login. <laughs> For the angels, and where you can learn it, go in and take singing lessons. Singing
2: lessons, you can do that. I can they'll do they'll it. get you a login, and you'll, yeah, be, you'll be able want to, to waste participate. Money. <laughs> you, know, you know, those the old saying is, "I used to be in a singing group. Believe it or not, this is years ago." What do they say? If you don't use it, you lose it. That's it's right. gone. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it is history. <laughs> you know? My wife could still, so we were in a group yeah. together. She can still sing. I'm over there and sound like a frog. You know, So I don't know what the problem is, but you're great. Right. All right, guys. Listen, we got a lot to cover today. I mean, this is this is unprecedented times again. It is. I want to start with you, Shannon. This this whole idea of the CARE Act, it is. It's making the news. I will say, a lot of people are publishing things, but it, it it is not the easiest to understand. It you can sense that there's this confusion. There's the anxiety part of it. So let me ask this question: Who's eligible as a small business? For this CARES Act plan,
5: yeah. So the CARES Act is it's a broad legislation, and so I think part of the part of the confusion is there's a, a big chunk of this that is for individuals, uh, and then there's a big chunk of this that is for businesses, uh, and then when you get into the businesses, there's two separate programs that businesses can apply for, and so when you're talking about eligibility, they they're looking for small businesses. Uh, nonprofits that are under 500 employees that they, they, they don't want large corporations. Did you say
2: nonprofits are included? Nonprofits are
5: included. Yeah, they they are able. Sole proprietors, uh, independent contractors, all are eligible for uh, both of the programs. The, the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, that's the biggest one. I think that's getting the most headlines.
2: So now, all right, small businesses under 500 employees. Right now, that's the backbone of our economy. Yes. And this is a lot of money. Yes. All right. Uh, as a small business, do I just go to any bank? Are you, are my savings and law? Is there? Is there a—am I going to go into a a whole line of people to get in line? Or I do it online? I know you can do it online. Right. Sure. But but is anybody, any bank? Any bank?
5: Well, I think that's part of the—one the, the one of the big questions that comes up when people are calling in to, to talk to us about it. You know, this thing was pushed out so quickly uh, without a lot of instructions. Right. Uh, And so this, when you're talking about the PPP, which is the paycheck protection program, uh, that is done through your local bank that you already have a banking relationship with that has done SBA loans in the past. So this is not every bank. um, And from what we have seen and heard uh, from people that have called in uh, and, and read in the news, if you don't have a banking relationship with a bank that has SBA ties already, um, you may have some issues or problems finding a bank that will accept an application from you from your small business uh, for that program. Didn't sound like that when it when it came out, and you started reading the legislation. Sound like everybody can go to any anywhere you need to go and, and get that loan. Uh, but there are some parameters that you need to be aware of.
2: Well, I understand that back in 08 09 when we had the stimulus plan. That you also had money for small businesses, you know, to pay their employees, to pay their rent, things like that. And again, as always, what's meant for the good of the majority of people, there's always that underlying group of people that that practice, you know, unscrupulous—we'll just call it what it is—fraud. And so they step out there, they they do that, and then they, you know, they create the environment for everybody else. So if I'm walking into a bank, you don't know me from Adam— uh it's like, well, you know
5: Well, you think about that process and, and going back to oh eight oh nine, a lot of what I've read uh from banks is the reason they want to have existing relationships with the people they're loaning money to is at the end of the day, this money is forgivable if you're using it for payroll. Uh so the banks are loaning the money. Uh, the uh, small businesses using that money for payroll. At the end of that eight-week period, small business goes back to the bank and says, here are our records. We used it to use for payroll and such. And so the banks forgive that loan. Well, the banks are getting that money back. To By the federal government. Uh, And so that's a great transition. But what about when you loan? Sounds good on paper. Right. Sounds good on paper. What about when the bank loans money to a small business that they don't have a relationship with? And you, you talked about fraud. Fraud is rampant in these times of uncertainty. Um, and that money was not used for payroll. That money was not used for those types of things. And that person is not repaying that loan. The bank goes to the, to the federal government and says, hey, re- reimburses for this money. Well, that was done. It, there was a fraudulent loan. There's penalties. There's fees. There's all types of things that can happen to the banks. So they
2: have to be careful. And so it's not just a walk-in, here's the money. It is not. In other words, I can't go into the bank and there just stacks of money up there. And, <laughs> and when you, It's got my name on it. I can't go into it that the way.
5: The practical thing of this, or the application of this, I guess, when you talk to small businesses and you're talking about them going through the application process, I've gone through it with several of our clients. Um, it's, it's, it's a fairly simple application. Uh, and you think that you're going to hear back pretty quickly. Uh, but we have clients that have signed up the day that it, that it came out for the PPP, and there's been no communication back, even to us. We've received your application, and we're working through it. So we haven't even received. Banks that. are overloaded. It's overwhelming the amount, like you said, small businesses, the backbone of this country. And just to further that point, we took we heard yesterday uh, that that Congress is looking at adding a, another two hundred and fifty billion dollars to this program. So I think they're seeing. Uh, small businesses apply for this. It's an overwhelming response. And so they realize well, we're not going to have enough money uh, to go around. So we need to infuse more money into this, into this program.
2: Wow. That's a, that's a big deal. I mean, that's the uh that that really does concern me as we think about it. Should is there a an amount that you can borrow? I mean, I'm going to ask Scott in a second about 401k plans because I know that's an issue. But is there a amount that they can borrow? Chad?
5: Yeah, that's the other thing that's been a little bit confusing is trying to figure out how much you can borrow. Um, and what what they have the latest guidelines say that you look at your past 12 months of payroll plus the benefits that you paid for your employees. Uh, You take that average monthly, and you can multiply that times 2.5. So that is the maximum amount that a business can borrow, and that is up to $10 million. So those are the limits around uh, what you can borrow, and then you can use that money for uh, payroll, benefits, uh, lease payments, rent payments. Uh, You can use the money for all of those different things once you get it. Uh, and then there's a, another formula for what's forgivable and what's not forgivable. So that, But that's 2.5 times your average monthly payroll and benefits is what you can borrow.
2: So we're talking about small business owners. We're talking about the backbone, as we said, with, of America. We talk about this idea of, You said the loan would be forgiven if it's used for, and let's be clear to tell us again, specifically what must it be used for? So it
5: must be used for uh, payroll. And so the the point of this loan is to keep people employed. And so if you're using the loan to keep people employed, that loan can be forgivable. We saw, or we're seeing unemployment numbers uh, start to come out. um, And it's, I think people were expecting it to be bad, uh, but it's worse than what we expected it to be. And so the purpose of this loan, let's keep people employed. So when you look at the formula on the forgiven piece, I said you could use it for lease payments as well. As long as you don't use it for more than 25%, meaning lease payments, rent, things other than payroll, if you keep that under 25% of your total loan, then your total loan can be forgiven.
2: Wow, that's important. You mentioned unemployment. Well, the More Americans filed first-time unemployment benefits in the last three weeks, $10.237 That's uh, as of the end of March. I mean, now that's what kind of this, your intestinal fortitude is going to be touched.
5: Yeah, and so that's a good point, too. A a lot of employers have already laid off workers uh, in in just anticipation of the economy and things like that. Uh, But if you rehire those workers as a company uh, by June the 30th, the loan that you get for the ppp can still be forgiven so that they're incentivizing people that hey we know you reacted you had to to save your business uh, but if you'll rehire those people by june the 30th you can still have that loan forgiven
2: that is a power. i mean i'm impressed that congress got this done i mean yeah. honestly I, I that, too. that is a massive amount of you know way of putting things together and yet as you dig into it it's it's pretty healthy.
5: Yeah, I, I don't want to be uh, seem like I'm being pessimistic about the confusion, because I think it is. I think it's great that, that Congress was able to move so quickly and get things done. And I think in a way that people appreciate, in a way that people say, you know what, that there's a lot of laws that are passed. And we look at them and say, what in the world <laughs> right, are they thinking? Right. This one, it has sound fundamentals. We think, okay, that makes sense. Let's keep people working. Let's keep businesses open. Uh, but there's always going to be some hiccups and yeah. some pains well, when you're doing always, that, yeah. that Type I, mean, of loan. I think
6: you had to kind of expect some bottlenecks. Again, the banks weren't administratively prepared to roll this out so quickly. Right, And, and so just getting up to speed with the with the wave of applications. It's that I'm a sure double-edged sword. I mean, it's,
5: getting things so, out quickly yeah. is great, but yep. then there's also things that come with it. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Well, if you just tuned in, my guest is Shannon Dyson and Scott Jordan. We're talking about the CARES Act. But believe it or not, unemployment benefits in the last three weeks? Yes, we've seen an enormous spike. In fact, it's, um, it's, it's the Department of Labor says it's, of course, unprecedented. I love that word again, yeah, unprecedented. And it is not finished. Uh, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be horrific. And we're going to talk about it when we come back. Scar Jordan's going to walk us through that. And we're going to talk about should you or should you not Take money out of your 401K. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Stay with us. This is Talk Money.
0: If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this.
4: The Liberty Bowl Stadium has been the home to many wonderful stories. When the Memphis Memorial Stadium was built in 1965, it was dedicated to Memphians who had served in the two world wars and in Korea. Its purpose was to relocate the Liberty Bowl from Atlantic City to Memphis. The stadium was renamed Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium nine years later. In 1983, the field was named Rex Dockery Field after a Memphis football coach who was killed in a plane crash just two weeks before Christmas. Since the 70s, the stadium has hosted numerous professional football teams along with a few soccer teams. During the 90s, the stadium hosted the Memphis Mad Dogs, who were part of the Canadian Football League. Although there were some difficulty adapting the stadium to Canadian football rules, that one season in 1995 was a high point in the stadium's history, matched by the exhibition baseball game there between the Braves and the Brewers in 1975. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial.
0: This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information is not investment advice or a recommendation. The S&P is an unmanaged index of 500 large cap stocks. Investors cannot invest in an index. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. And now, back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Jim Shoemaker. Well,
2: welcome back. Uh, We're talking with Scott Jordan and Shannon Dyson. We're talking about the CARES Act and how it affects the small business owner. We're going to now move into talking about how it affects you personally as an employee. You know, there was a swab survey that just just came out, and I mean, it's amazing. It says 59% of Americans surveyed in early February this year admit that they live paycheck to paycheck. And are unable to consistently put money away for an emergency or for retirement. Fifty nine percent—that's a you know paycheck to paycheck. That's an alarming number. That that concerns me. And Scott, I know when we talk about this, I mean for our listening audience, they're the resource that of you know having money and having the ability to get to that money. But also one of their pools of money or is that 401k plan. So talk about that first. I mean, I want you to kind of help us. I want, I want us to make sure that we understand what's the ramifications of it. if I'm in this situation of going in and getting my 401k money.
6: Yeah, that's, so that's one of the provisions of the CARES Act that was passed is that uh, for people who do have money in qualified retirement accounts, those include 401ks, IRAs, 403bs. Uh, they're able to withdraw up to $100,000 without that normal 10% tax penalty. Now, the, if the money went in there pre tax, it's still going to be taxed as it comes out, but they're waiving that 10% penalty and also allowing that access. You know, when you're still working for your employer, a lot of times you can't pull money out of your 401k unless say, you can prove some sort of hardship. Well, this is a special case the COVID 19 distributions. ...that they are going to allow without getting that 10% penalty.
2: But if, but again, I know I don't have a 10% penalty. I can go in. I can get it. I don't have to pay it back? You do not have to pay it back, and they're
6: actually allowing you to spread the tax burden of that over a three-year period. Now, they're also allowing you the option to put that money back during that three-year period if you are able to. So really but
2: what's the temptation here well
6: Scott? you know and i think and i've had a lot of conversations you know we manage a lot of 401ks i talked to a lot of participants and it's almost kind of now let me first say there are people who really need access oh, absolutely to the money. And, and in that case to paycheck. In, in that case it is a place to go get no money question. that can help you get by but there's also that temptation to kind of go oh, we got a little free ride here let me take some money and go do some things with it and i think you really have to think about the long-term ramifications of pulling money out of your retirement plans, you know. I ran just a quick simple calculation that, you know, even pulling like $30,000 out, if you consider that money staying in there and earning 7% over a 30-year period, that same $30,000 is now $139,000. Wow. So, that's the true cost to you of pulling that money out is that that opportunity cost of that long-term You know, what that money could do for you over the long term. Now, again, I I understand there are situations where people are going to have to tap into this money because they need it. But I I think you have to be careful. I
2: get it Mm -hmm. if they need it, you know, food, shelter, and clothing. Absolutely. But this is not money to pull out and go buy the F-150.
6: I don't think so, no. Uh, that's $139,000 yeah. <laughs> $1 car. <laughs> well, truck. It is, it is. I mean, that's it what is. you're looking at. And not, and not a lot of people think about that. And like I said, I've had a lot of conversations. Think and, and when you
2: rethink that thought. <clears throat> Should I buy the F-150? No, never mind. Sorry.
6: <laughs> but it's, you know, you have to consider what this does to your long-term plans and your long-term strategies. I mean, it can be tempting to kind of have a... You know, a get out of jail free card or whatever to be able to access that money, but you are putting your long term plans at risk by doing that. So you know, I would,
2: I have to say this: I wouldn't even think somebody would be thinking that. But we've had calls of people saying, "I, I really want to know, you know, about yeah. this." And how much can I get? <laughs> how much can I get? And you know, I guess I want our listening audience to say, "Okay, listen now, folks. This can be, you know, if you need it, food, right, clothing, and shelter." No questions yep. asked. Use it. Absolutely. But Absolutely. don't go buy the F-150. Don't go no crazy.
6: And, and we, you know, we change that conversation to the how much can I get to, well, how much can you get by with by taking? With. How, what's the least amount? Because, again, this is, you know, a lot of people have not fully started preparing or being well prepared for retirement anyway. And this is just another thing that can. Can put you behind the I like what you plans. said,
2: and I think it's for a lot of people to understand. We talk about the following the herd and just because yeah. the guy that works the press across from you or you know is yeah. in that you know yeah. delivers a box or something. Whatever he's doing and he says, Hey, yeah. I'm gonna get the money yeah. doesn't mean that's what you should do. Hey, absolutely. Think through it, get absolutely. some counsel. And if you happen to be married, make sure that both of you you are desiring to do this. It will affect you if you don't pay it back. It yeah. does affect your plan long term. Absolutely, it's hard Absolutely. to do that from a long term basis, though. It
6: is. You know, we live in the here and now, and a lot Absolutely. of times, you know, the immediate crowds out the ultimate, right? You know, what what's what feels good today, and I and I use that word feels good. You know, it can be, hey, buying a boat feels good today. I mean, we're in scary so times. You're in the boats, huh? See, yeah, well, boats, planes, <laughs> whatever, whatever your pick your <laughs> object pick your of obsession, yeah. right? But you just <clears> got
2: to <throat> make sure it's food, clothing, yeah.
6: and shit. got to keep those long term goals in mind and really be careful about doing things
2: like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, Shannon, the cash, or we call it recovery checks for individuals. Um, if a person doesn't qualify, tell me, tell me how a person, well, first of all, how do you qualify? Let's start with that. And then, if you don't qualify,
5: every every American uh, that has an uh, adjusted gross income of less than seventy five thousand dollars per year is going to get twelve hundred dollars. Uh, period. Period. And five hundred dollars if you have a child. So now,
2: again, this is food, clothing, and shelter money. Absolutely, this is mm. to take care of the rent. That's yeah, this clothing, is, this and is not a this is not a new grill. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> this right. Is not. Wow. Cars and planes. He's, <laughs> F-150, he's
5: going for the grill. Well, twelve hundred dollars kind of fit that range of. <laughs> Of a grill. So it's gotcha. not the not gotcha. new grill. <laughs> uh, but $1,200 for each uh, adult. Uh, for a married couple making under $150,000 AGI, you qualify for the full amount. Um, they do have a step down, so as you as your income is higher than seventy five thousand, but below ninety nine thousand as an individual, you would still get something. It just would not be the full amount of twelve hundred. And
2: people have to put this in perspective. This is this is yes, I get it. It's a, a check. It's a, it's almost perceived as free money, and maybe it is free money. But just having done this for a long time, it is so easy to take that money. And not use it for really what it's intended to do food, clothing, and shelter, your rent, your payment for your home, uh, you know, food on the table for you and your kids, clothing if you need it. I mean right now, in my opinion, I got enough clothes, most of us do. I can get through this, so let's sure. just say be real food. And shelter, and it yeah. may
5: not be needed today for right. food and right. shelter, but we don't know what the next month or sixty days is going to look like, and so getting that money—of course, we may not get that money for thirty or sixty yeah. days either. So that's another thing: don't spend it before <laughs> yeah. you get it. Right. Uh, but the other part of the the law that was, uh, I think, good as well is there are some people that are above that AGI threshold today. Uh, but because of what's going on, their income may drop this year, and they may be below that AGI when they go to file their taxes next year. Um, if that's the case, th- that money is still available as a tax credit when you file your taxes next year.
2: Next year. yeah. So, yes. so the benefit is definitely there. This Absolutely. is not pie in the sky. Maybe so the government didn't come out and say, ah, we might. This is really best. I mean, the best scenario is the money is going to get to you Absolutely. somehow, some way. Yep. People have got to realize that, but take it serious. Don't mm-hmm. just jump out as we said, whether it's a grill or something like that. What about student <laughs> loan assistance? I mean, there's so much debt with student loans.
6: An, an enormous amount of debt in student loans, and that that was a one of the one of the provisions of the plan as well. Is um, all federal student loans have been deferred through September 30th of this year. So, so payments, that's, uh, payments deferred, zero interest. Uh, all of those have been um, and been deferred till September 30th. Now I will say this about that though: a lot of people have uh, taken out student loans, and maybe they've consolidated them, or they've they've switched them to a different lender, and they may not qualify under that program. So you need to check with your lender and make sure your your plan is one of those that would qualify for that. And also, a lot of the lenders, even if your plan doesn't qualify for that federal plan. They do have programs in place to help people that have been severe, severely affected So be affected proactive. By this. Be proactive, you know, give them a call or go online and... And make sure that you qualify. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that theirs was just automatically done; they didn't have to do anything. But I would, I would definitely be proactive about that and make sure. Like I said, even if it didn't qualify, you know, as a federal student loan, there may be some programs out there
2: through your lender that can allow you to defer those payments that's, if needed. That's so. great. What about RMDs? Everybody that's you know happened to be listening right now, they're taking the RMDs. I mean, what's the? I know there's a rule that says we don't have to do that. What does that mean? We just delay it?
6: No, actually for twenty twenty they have a they have you do not have to take an R M D for twenty twenty and and if, if you have taken it and you're within that you know, there's a sixty day rollover rule that always applies. If you're within that sixty days you can actually put it back if you would like to, but no nobody is from 401k's iras you will not have to take an rmd for 2020
2: but if you do take it it's still taxable
6: if you do take it it's still taxable and a lot of people need the money so sure. they're they're going to end up taking it anyway but if if you if you're in a situation where you don't need it you don't have to take that this year and i think that that was a good provision and that's no no penalty no, no penalty, no tax. You know, you, you leave it in the leave you it in the plan. So it. no taxes, no penalty on that situation. Yeah.
2: You know, that's a. I mean, again, that's a big deal from that standpoint. So yes, I guess I'm thinking now, Shannon, I want to go to the unemployment. I know unemployment has come out with a whole uh, it's, it's just different. Talk yeah. to us about it. We just got a couple of minutes left, but talk to us about it.
5: Well seeing those unemployment numbers, people that are they're filing for new unemployment in the last couple of weeks. And just, it's gonna get higher. It's gonna get higher. It was shocking to yeah. to see those numbers. And so what they've done as a part of the CARES Act is they've increased the amount weekly that people would qualify for. Uh, so that's gone up an additional $600 per week uh, for, in unemployment benefits. And then the period of time has increased by an additional 13 weeks that you can actually be on unemployment. So if you're in that situation, uh, again, those payments have not hit yet. So the people that are on unemployment and are expecting that additional $600 a week, you haven't seen that yet, but it is coming. Uh, but an extra 600 a week and an additional 13 weeks that you can actually be on unemployment.
2: Okay, so stay in... Stay focused on what you're doing. Figure it out. Don't just bypass this. I mean, this has got you got to be proactive. I mean, you got an RMD that you don't have to take. You know, guys, we've talked about some pretty good things. Penalty-free 401K. I mean, great. And the fact that if you're a small business owner... Go to your bank, see if you qualify, and and
5: then... You you said, Jim, be proactive, even on these things that that say everybody's going to get it, and this is just something that you're going to get if you're in this. Be proactive anyway. Make sure that you know that you've spoken with someone. It, we're all at home, Our many, many of us are at home. You have some extra time maybe to get on the phone and stay on hold and be a little bit more patient on uh, hold times that you may have not wanted to be do in, the, in previous years. So do that. Uh, make sure you follow up.
2: I appreciate what you're saying. All right, Scott. Unprecedented, unprecedented, horrific <clears throat> intestinal fortitude. Tell me about it. It is going
6: to take a lot. You know, with the speed and the severity of, of the COVID nineteen outbreak, uh, we've lost so many lives. It, it's very fearful. It fearful times. It's very scary. We're about to see some horrific economic data. Uh, You know, and the media is going to jump on that. So uh, I I think getting a little perspective, you know, in many ways, we're in uncharted territory, no doubt about it. We haven't seen this exact thing. Each economic crisis is always unique in its cause. I mean, you go back to 08, um, when we were going through that, we felt like it was like anything, nothing we'd ever seen before. The terrorist attacks of 9-11, again unprecedented we've never seen this before so not not to to diminish the severity of this but we will get through this uh you know our country will get back to growth we will get back to business don't know when that'll be but i think just having that perspective and kind of turning that you know there's there's going to be many economists and and well-meaning uh politicians and and news anchors they're going to lay out a really logical reason why this is different this time. Sure. This is not like anything we've ever seen. And in many ways, it's not. But we, we've we been here before, not exactly the same way. We've been here before, and we will get through this. And that's what I would like to leave with our listeners today. But
2: it is going to test our intestines. It absolutely is. Uh, I mean,
6: the, the data is—I mean, you're going to see data—because of the speed and severity, you're going to see data like we've never seen. And, and like I said, the media is not going to waste this opportunity not to
5: jump on that and really just amplify how— Horrific this is. <laughs> Shannon, 30 seconds. Uh, as a small business owner, um, I think the word of the day, uh, Jim, was intestinal fortitude. I love it. Yes. So it will test that up for you, for a small business owner, because you if you think that you're going to go and just fill out the application and things are going to happen within a few days, that's not going to happen. Uh, but stick with it. Make sure you're in touch with your bank, asking them the right questions, getting them information that they need in a quick manner.
2: I appreciate that, man. That's uh, Guys, thanks so much, Shannon and uh, Scott. Shannon Dyson, Scott Jordan, they've been a part of today's program. My guest today, Jill Dyson, Ruth Abigail Smith, Angel Street Ministries. If you'd like to contact Jill or RA, call them at 901-736-3520. 901-736-3520. Or go on their website. That's uh, angelstreetmemphis.com. And if you have additional questions for Scott or Shannon, you'd like to talk with them personally, call them at 901-757-5757 or call them toll-free at 1-800-757-1059. We hope you've enjoyed today's program. As always, thanks for listening. And to find today's program on podcast or past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. Be sure to like us on Facebook. You're listening to KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Thanks so much for listening. This
0: is Talk Money. Talk Money is produced by Greg Ratliff. Guest and content coordination, Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskowitz. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. Mid-South History Moment, Rebecca Brazier and Drew Johnson. We'll see you next week on Talk Money. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Security and Financial Services Inc. Securities Dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated.